You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. It's me, Iron Man triathlete, Patrick Kinlan. I'm Bob. <laughs> I'm Patch Trainer, Tom Sheehan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at I'm looking at a YouTube uh, thumbnail uh, for John Joseph that just says uh, musician, author, Iron Man triathlete. And it's got him in that goddamn <laughs> bike outfit. <laughs> But his listen, Mega Man villain outfit. All respect to all respect to John Joseph, who could fucking ball me up and put me in his ass. He's such a strong fucking guy. All respect <laughs> in the world. But it's such a goofy outfit. Every time I see this, they thing, all wear I laugh. What do you? Yeah, what's the, yeah. Tom, I want to know you. You got what's the move? How do we make that outfit better? Is it? Would it be better if it, they weren't shorts? If they were like long leggings? Would like that it was be better? Like a full body suit? No, maybe. The hat's a little dorky, like the helmet's dorky, but it's meant to be aerodynamic. But you look right. like an alien. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean. <laughs> the sunglasses don't help, but again, I see the functionality. Like, there's a lot of function, function over fashion there. I mean, yeah. and it's got to be tight so it's yeah. aerodynamic. But it's like, yo, I can see you're meeting two veg, like real clear. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't really need but to maybe see that- you bulge. Mm. Seeing a lot, seeing a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I get it. Maybe he's wearing a cup. Some kind of athletic supporter. Mm. Maybe that's where he he like Maybe keeps first. a cucumber there for like you know because he's plant based. Who knows? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm with it now. In in my head, Cannon, that's what's going on. We got the Maybe cuke. cuke. Maybe he had like God a bless. weird reaction to not getting the COVID nineteen virus. I mean, or the the um the vaccine. Who knows? True. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, I. I know that he comes up on this podcast in all different fashions, uh, sometimes not not wholesale positive, you know, but I, here's one thing I'm never taken away from this guy. It is cool to be fit post 50. That oh, is fucking yeah. that is fucking Fuck cool. You know, he might be in better shape now he than he is. was in his 30s. I you mean, know he was yeah, like, like in like, it. Like he was like living living the street life when, yeah. you know what I mean? He was like, he was an, he was an addict. That's, you yeah. know, I mean, he still is, but like, you know, like at the time he was, he was yeah. using and stuff that, that was like, you know, and, and, and like, yeah, like I think all three of us would be like, yo, if in 15 years I'm in better shape than I am now, I mean, if I'm not, I'll be dead. I'm feeling so good. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, yo, and, and but like with that dude, God. like he, you know, I mean, for all the slings and I mean, he deserves a lot of the fucking, slings and barbs that we aim at him sure. because some some of the stuff he says is just so out of bounds that it's like yo man um just because i think it also because it brings people out of the woodwork you're like oh you too like this isn't just one yeah. one dude yelling into the void it's like other people people that we know people that we highly respect they're like 
their their likes are the first things that pop up, and I'm like, no. Um, but he, um, <laughs> yo, do you think sometimes those likes? Because I'll keep going, but I, do you think sometimes those likes are like the auto like? Like, oh, this is my this is somebody I like. I'm not even gonna read this. I'm just Maybe, double tapping. But I don't think so. I hope. Um, I but like he right. did the New York Iron Man with a buddy of mine, and um, like he played like. So like when when he ran past like my buddy or he's running with my buddy, they were like Cromag's army. Like he yelled at him, and he's like, "Yo, yeah. they literally played this is hardcore Friday night, whatever the fuck it was, Saturday night, whatever." They mm-hmm. drove back to New York, dropped him off, and then he did a fucking Iron Man. Mm. Like I don't That's know a twenty four year old that could pull that off. It was no, the year that Suicidal no, played, I no. think. It was Chromex Suicidal at This Is Hardcore. Like, he literally, like, by the time, you know, wrapped up the whole fucking thing, got paid, cleared up the merch, all the shit. Like, for when my buddy did it, I, I forget when you have to show. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning. And you have to, like, place your stuff places. So so let's let's say he maybe shut his eyes on the ride back to New sure. York from Philly. Nice 90 minutes nap. Me- yeah, maximum that dude's getting like four or five hours sleep before this. Right. You got to drop your bike like off. That's, and, you got to drop not, off your swimming gear. You, yeah. Oh, you wear your swimming gear because I think that's first. That's hmm. right. Jesus, man. Yeah. Well, yo, uh, and and in my – I've only had one personal uh, interaction with the dude, and he was very, very kind to me. And he inst- he instigated, and he was a cool dude about it. So shout out to John Joseph. Uh, kind of – kind of we're not always there with you but but it makes me think of that uh walter schreifel song uh about rabies uh which i thought was cool because it's like this really touching like emotional tribute to rabies but one of the main lines in the chorus is not everybody liked him all the time and yo yo that's fucking real humanity (laughs) yeah this is this is on my on my mind a lot lately because I don't, you guys know me. I don't have very many problems with very many people at all. And there's like somebody that I just happen to have a problem with at this moment is close, apparently very close with somebody that I like and respect. And I don't know that other person very well, but it's going to be an awkward conversation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's going to be weird. And I, I've been thinking a great deal about this, like this web of, uh, of community that that uh that, that exists here where like mm-hmm. you know it can get really messy when people got certain affiliations it's you know people don't like to see their friend get slapped or whatever it is and and i think we all feel that but like it, it uh it can get really messy and and you have to have these conversations that you don't want to have about people that other people value and in the same way that i value my friends you know what i'm saying so it, yeah. but i it, you know it, it, we're we are placed in this situation less often than you'd think and i think we're all all three of us are grateful for that but it still happens yeah and anytime it happens i feel like what the f am i doing in my life um yo uh let's quick pause there because i want to talk about that that seems like something good to talk about but without getting too heavy guys this is 2021 we're breezy to enter the year uh love a breeze yeah we're we're on our lionel richie shit here um we want to shout out our continued partners, our friends, our allies, our sponsors, closed casket activities. Boom. 
Thank you. I, I always do a subtle pause and wait because when when Tom hits it with those things, am you I bringing it back? Good. Do you want me to bring it back for 2021? I can do it. I lo- love it. Let's do it. Let's let's start. Let's because I've gotten like a, mixed messages uh, from, from our listeners. Some people are like, Tom doesn't do the horn anymore. And then some people are like, I wish he would stop doing that. I have a better <laughs> mic though now. You can't please them all, Tom. You yeah. can't please them all. Yeah, and you know what? You, you, you go go with go with your heart. Whatever. If you feel it in the moment, we go. If you don't, it's all good. To live a lie. Death wishing. And run for cover. I'm gonna learn like whatever like the state songs are for like North Carolina, New York, Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. you know what I mean. I and like see if it. I can. I like it. Yeah, and you'll have to do variants. Maybe you'll do a harder version of the the. Massachusetts one for Death Wish and a more like catchy one right, exactly. for the for cover right. one. And they, you know, I can do like their states like, like and shoulders, <laughs> knees and toes, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Knees and toes. Um <laughs> Yo, I love it. Thank you to them. Uh, y'all, thank you to y'all because you guys also support our sponsors and we know it. We hear that from them. Um, usually you let them know that you're coming there from us by Tom entering a promo code, which Extra is grind. And Patrick, when you when you have to put a promo code in that little box, what do you have to do with it? It's important that you spell it out. That's right. One other thing that we kind of collectively, this is an interesting time. We often get asked by people, how do you keep up with releases? How do you keep up with new stuff that's coming out? There's an easy answer. But I also want to address this because this is the time to kind of make cool habits, change change your rhythms a little bit. If for some reason you're not following these four labels on Instagram, I encourage you to do so. If you do not have an Instagram, I'm not going to shill for fucking Instagram, but you don't need to get involved with Instagram beyond, yo, like having a blind dummy account that you use to follow record labels, sports accounts, yeah, any stupid shit you have. Nobody's telling you you got to post your shit up there. Who cares? You can stay in the loop. So we're telling you, go follow these labels. Closed Casket Activities, at Closed Casket Activities. Thanks. Nice and easy. They may or may not have some stuff dropping pretty soon that I'm pretty sure a lot of people will be interested in. Hmm. At To Live a Lie. That one's super easy. Patrick could spell that one. Spell that one out for us, PK. Yeah, it's going to be tough. T-O-L-I-V-E-A. L I E. Beautiful. The 518 school systems surprise us once again. <laughs> uh, not only does To Live a Will and To Live a Lie post cool stuff, you get to see a little background and behind the scenes. Uh, for example, this dude does all his own coding and SQL, all that kind of stuff on his site. Like that's DIY as it gets. That's fucking impressive. Um, and I've found out about stuff both being released on To Live a Lie and that he distributes that I have fallen in love with. So definitely follow that. Easiest way to find out, too. Stuff gets lost on Twitter. Easy. Yes. And and honestly, not everyone's on Twitter because it is a massive thing. Instagram, you get a little visual, too. It's kind of nice. You see teasers sometimes. It's really nice. Um, Tom, this one I think you'll know. Our friends in Beverly, Mass, right near Salem, Deathwish Inc. They're at. I'm going to get you. It's uh, Deathwish Inc. That's right. I follow Deathwish Inc. Again, 
great follow too because you get to see a lot of different artwork they have tons of different stuff in their store a lot of prints a lot of different things they do some good stuff with the stories yep worth following i do good a follow. screenshot and that's how i make my shopping list oh say yo that's that is also you you want to stay up with stuff when you see some shit you like screenshot it it's how i keep track of finding new music finding new stuff i want to order both in and out of hardcore. Like, yo, that was how I did a good job with Christmas presents this year. Screenshots. Live it. Patrick, your current label home primary for Self-Defense Family, Run For Cover Records. Their ad is quite simple. At Run For Cover. Pretty good, right? That is pretty good. It's great anytime that you can get just the actual thing without any... Uh, addendums or anything like that uh, or abbreviations like I know I think their Twitter might be an RFC or something like that it's like give me a pain in the ass at run for cover um, again they're kind of like to live a lie in that I think you get to see some stuff they actually do some funny content too which is nice um, and and like like I said about to live a lie I found stuff that they didn't release, but they're they're distributing that I again fell in love with. I was like, "Whoa, this is really good!" So uh, so go support them, throw them some follows. Uh, it's a weird request this week, but I think a good one, um, and it also helps answer a question that people ask: How do I find out? How do I keep up with stuff? Uh, well, the first thing you, you listen to Axe Grind, we do our best to help with that. But this is a cool way too, um, and they also might lead you to other things you want to follow. So. Um, that's social media at its best. We talk about social media at its worst a lot. This is a good thing to follow it for. Guys, to to kind of unwind here and finish with our sponsors, thank you guys. What is your most unexpected but enjoyable Instagram follow? Ooh. So, you know people of New York? Yes. There is a uh, different one called bots of new york and it is like a parody of that where it's just got obviously composite made faces uh, Mm. attached to photos of people and then pretty much like what feels like uh algorithm created text below them yes (laughs) or as the caption and it's it's very funny to me like very very funny i don't know what the purpose of it is why somebody would keep it going for a long time but it's it's very funny at <laughs> bots of it. new york bots of new york okay okay all right tom do you have one i'm trying to see sometimes i put people on spot with these yeah. so i apologize I'm, I'm i'm currently i'm going through mine too i've got a few because i want to do let's see because I don't want to do a person per se, but it's, you know what? I'll give one person and then do one of the accounts. I follow uh, Jason Tarpy, the singer of Iron Age and also the band Eternal Champion. Uh, if you follow Cyclopean Steel, he is a metal forger and it's awesome. It's awesome. You get to see him make hammering metal, making swords and knives and everything. I, I strong, strong follow because not only does he do cool stuff with music, does has a really cool job. So, yeah. Mm. Cyclopean Steel. I follow him. Yeah, good follow. All right. You got another? Uh, you know what I kind of like? I mean, this is going to sound really fucking hokey, but 
Um, I mean, the meme accounts are great and all that sort of stuff. Um, my favorite current one, my favorite current follow is the um, Anza Borrego Foundation. Oh, so I'm like yeah. a sucker for like the national parks and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, that's any of those are great, but it's um, the Anza Borrego one just has pictures from like the area. And I think I talked about it about, about that spot on the podcast before. It's like a, it's a dark sky community. So there's like no light pollution. So like you can just go out and like with the naked eye, see like the milk, like it's insane. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, that would, I, I like the naturey stuff since I live That's in, the, <laughs> I live in Queens and there's not a lot of nature. And the other one I'll shout out is cheap Nordic houses. Oh, I fuck with um, those too. Which, like cheap old houses. Like, yeah, like man. you can live in Bloomington, Indiana yep. for $42,000. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's some of these homes in Sweden that it's like, oh, here's a, um, completely redone. Like, uh, four bedroom, hundred year old house, but it's been totally redone, all new, everything. Um, the equivalent of twenty three thousand dollars. I know, I know. So, so shout out to the accounts we follow. Um, well, I read you guys are getting some yo. like big um, restaurant in brick. Oh yeah, what are we getting? Um, like uh, it's a fucking other no, chilies? it's something along those. I, apparently, I just saw it. It popped up somewhere, and it was like. Um, Fuck! It's like not it's not the cheesecake factory, but it's something something cheesecake mm-hmm. factory or whatever the fuck. But it's from like northern. No, mm-hmm. come on! They're getting an off-brand Pretty much. cheesecake. What's going on? Okay, here? I wish I remembered the name of it. And I was like, no, oh shit! I, I mean, yo, this is so. This is a good prank I play on Amanda. Is that? Let me finish ch- chewing this pierogi. Um, Oh, here it is, I think. So so it's like a joke to her that whenever my mom comes over, that I have at least one or two extensive conversations about the new new happenings at the grocery stores or at the strip malls in town. Mm. So she pointed this out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, she used to work for the town, so she always had the dirt. And I'm like, what's, what's going to be the new thing? What's going into where there used to be a Coles? Oh, you know, that's going to be a Burlington. You know, like, so she had all the juice. And, uh, and so then when she noted this, what do you do when someone identifies a bit? You lean in. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so now anytime my mom comes over or I've seen her and it's this year I've seen my mom probably four times despite living, um, you know, very close, less than, less than, uh, two miles. Um, I have very long conversations about the grocery store, all the parking. Did you see what they're doing? Do you know what they got going on? Do you know about the new Dunkin' Donuts that's going in and always look at Amanda and she's always like, (laughs) She knows what I'm doing, so I can't find any information. If you get any more, yeah, cheese, I, it was know. like something like it's Northern New Jersey's best cheesecake. Oh, interesting. Okay, there's a new. Uh, there's a, see because I it's a bit. But I also am I'm dyed in the wool on it. There's a new like kind of Italian grocery store going into the old Pathmark on Route 88. Um, and that's been a long time coming, but it's apparently from North Jersey specialty full size grocery store, but it's supposed to have a pretty extensive bakery. I that wonder if that's what it is. Nice. I like it. Um, 
yeah, we can. We'll we'll do another segment of of this. Mulberry Street is the Italian market. I just saw that. And I was oh, like, no, that's, that's not it. Pretty on the nose. No, that's not it. It's going to be something else. Anyways, um, yo. So, uh, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to we get, get breezy. breezy. We're going to be chilling, talking about cool stuff. Um, we were good. I actually, our year in hardcore twenty twenty, like our year end lists. We didn't go too heavy. We didn't have to fart around about like how dire things were and like da da da. Mostly because I think actually a bunch of bands stepped up to the plate and put out cool oh, records. Yeah. You know, did we miss anything, guys? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think we did. <clears throat> um, I know, not like like not like in the way where people are like, you missed a record from nineteen ninety five. But like things that were like, oh shit! After we did our list, like, oh yeah, I also like that. Yeah, I mean, full transparency on my end, when I was like putting together my list, is when I found out about Rich McLaughlin. So I was kind Mm -hmm. of like, not totally. My head wasn't totally fucking in the game. Um. So I mean, that was like, for me, that was one of the reasons I was like, oh shit! Why the fuck did I name like? Oh man, you know. Um, I feel like we missed, I missed personally Fiona Apple's record was one of my favorite records of the year, even though it's not a hardcore record. Yo, and you shouted that out in the chat like days before. I don't know what happened. I mean, I I know what happened. I was just like fucking zoned out. Um, yeah, yeah. We missed the Narrowhead record. I think is really great. And we forgot that. Yep. Also a fan, you know, um, um, and we missed, um, well, I missed, I haven't checked it out yet. Full transparency, but from something that Mm -hmm. like I, I missed both it, it, by not checking it out yet and by not including mm-hmm. it, the Eternal Champion record. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, really it's good. on everything. I, I, I really like, like I totally it. I think it. it's. Yeah, that one they might have stepped it up from their first LP. Uh, I think that Life's Question record, very, really very good. good. We can kind. Of, we might have a mulligan on that because I think some of that material was actually originally released in 2019. So you know that was released like four um, times. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Um, I really like this Belgian band, Partisan, uh, X Rise and Fall. Uh, it's called Savage Peace. I think that's an awesome post-punk record. Like, awesome, awesome. Um, and everybody should check that out. Uh, also from that camp, the, the Blind yep. of Faith, Unstoppable yep. War record. Like, It's like, if, if you wanted to kind of follow into, like, yo, Belgium always had a lot of that kind of stuff coming out of rise and fall you can go into the oathbreaker stuff amen raw but then blind of faith like they just keep it blistering hard and heavy and fast and like like if if you're like man i wish rise and fall was just a little more metal tinged boom blind of faith Mm. um yeah but like i want to shout out everybody we got a really positive reaction about that um got to see a lot of people's list that's that's cool you know like really enjoyed it uh and so that kind of brings us to the the general roundabout of what we're going to talk about this year. Well, this year, not this year, this episode. What's 2021 going to be like? Well, the question is, what is the rush on releasing uh, records going to be? Uh, nobody wants to be forgotten. Right. So, uh, I really urge smaller bands, as we've talked about on a couple episodes, if you're small, release your record today. Not today. Actually, wait one week from now. Release it. You're you're a small band. You're not going to be making anybody's best of lists anyway. 
And that's also not yeah, why yeah. you do that. It's better to, yeah, it's better to get a lot of, of, uh, listens, a lot of people interested in you. Fuck the best of lists from anybody because it, we, you know, the three of us can, we did our best to go back all the way to the and beginning of the year it. and it's, Tough. It's still hard. Yeah. You still miss shit because it, it years are longer than you think. Yep. So, uh, release your shit today, everybody, because we, there's going to be, that's, a I have a, I, that's my question. Would, Do you think there's like, um, even more than it already is that there's going to be like an inundation of, you know, now like if they go like, all right, the prognosticators are like, we got three more months of this shit and then it's going to be fucking, everything's going to open. Do you think there's going to be, every band in the world is going to finally send their record to press. And then it's going to be like, well, like it's going to be record store yes. day level fucking craziness. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Uh, I, I think it's going to be not far off because yeah. uh, like, look at it this way right now. Labels are already sitting uh, like things that are done. Like let's take the drug church right. re- record, right? Uh, it's done. F- I think there's 14, 14 songs that are done. Uh, that was supposed to be split across two releases. Dropbox. Now we don't know. We're still trying to make a decision on that right now. Uh, You still keep ignoring (laughs) me, bitch. (laughs) Yo, I'm going to be honest. I don't have any of the songs. He's not allowed to, Tom. You know what I mean? No, it's just, look, I just, I'm not, uh, whatever. My, my, I understand my relationship with my own music is weird for a lot of people. I just don't have any. You don't want to hear them? But, no, I, I, I think they're quite good actually, but I, I, uh, how do you know? I typically when the way that it works is typically when a release comes out uh, of mine, I listen to it, it on and off for about 10 days. And then I, I might not listen to it again, <laughs> you know what I mean? like for, for a year. Um, I'm always trying to think of the next thing. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm never, uh, I don't spend a lot of time like, I'm just different. I'm just built yeah, different. I mean, maybe I'm I don't need the different. 2000. I only need the 600 because I'm built different. We, yeah. we, we do need the 2000, yeah. though. We definitely need <laughs> Everyone the needs the 2000. Um, uh, yo, um, Tom, you I know what? I have a question for you, too. Okay. I, I, in my experience with Patrick, if he has the files, it's more likely that he has questions about it than the reverse. If he doesn't have the links, he's feeling good. He's like, yeah, this, this shit's good. We're good. I'm done. Right. And the next time you'll hear it is oh, like yeah. I mean, when it's like mastered and like ready to be released. Tom, yeah. a qu- quick thing, because I'll send it to you, uh, but we'll not mention what it is. I have something that Patrick wants to hear that I was like, yo, send it, send this thing, the, the self-defense live record to me in exchange for this. And he was like, oh, yeah, all right. And I never got the link. All right, so, so, I mean, I already sent you the Colossus record, so we it's a fair trade. Yeah. It is yeah, a fair yeah. trade. Good. Hey, listen, if, if I ever get this, if I ever get a new link, I'll, I'll sh- I, it's not like I'm withholding. I, I just, mean, we just want to support you. I, I but you're so links. aloof on everything let, that you're like, like you could have, ha- you could have like a box of LPs in your house and be like, oh hey, oh shit, it's not. He's just built. He's just <laughs> built different. Just different, man. You're in her. You're in her DMs. I'm in a Google Drive that might have my songs in it. I don't know. <laughs> We're different. You know. <laughs> So, it, it, but to answer your the larger question, uh, 
Will, uh, which by the way, interesting conversation with a mutual friend of some of ours who is uh, singing in a band for the first time called me today and said, is it weird hearing your voice? And I said, well, not anymore, but yeah, yeah. it certainly is weird. I think for every, for every vocalist to hear their voice. Uh, and he said, do you ever sit with it and think, is this good? I can't Every day tell. in my life. <laughs> I said, yeah, welcome yeah, to being a vocalist. Every day in my fucking 100%. life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I said, uh, here's what I said. I said, after years of doing this, I can now recognize when I did something well. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. But mm. it took a, it took a long time. I can only recognize when I did something shitty. Yeah, well, see, but I think maybe we're in a different mode because I'm probably operating on the idea that I'm always doing it a little shitty. You know what I mean? So like when I hit something and I'm like, ooh, that's a note. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I know that. That's a note. I hear like, you know? fuck, I didn't like that uh, placement and it's, it's too late now kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a bad placement will haunt you yeah. for the rest of your life. <laughs> but so uh, anyway, the, back to the question, which is, uh, do I think there's a glut? Uh, okay. So all those movies just went out to to uh, HBO uh, right as a, a part of the, they were announced that they're going to be streaming on HBO now That's instead right, of going yes. to theaters. I mean, I right? still can't believe it. Well, and, going to, c- concurrently, going to the theater and streaming on HBO Max. Right, can't wait to have right. a fucking Agent Quarrel and, fucking T-shirt. And, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cl- he cleared that up sort not of. well at all. Anyway, you think it was released in 1984? I know it was released in 1986. We're just different. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so it was cool, the man. The point is, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, People were asking, hey, why wouldn't they just release these when theaters come back? You know, it's just another, it'll probably be another year. Uh, and that's, you know, on its surface of it, if you think that money and interest and things of that don't exist, then that's, that's a pretty valid question. But if you just take time to think about it for a second, you borrow money to make expensive right. things. That's like an executive producer for, right? Yeah. And typically when you borrow money, like let's say I go to like, like a, a chic, right. And, and as, as some films do and say, Hey, you're rich. Do you want a producer credit on this? And they go, yeah, I'll give you X amount of money. Uh, that's one way to do it. You can also borrow against what you have, which involves things like professional lending institutions and interest exists right. on these things. You know what I mean? And if you're sitting on a product, I, I mean, Bob, you you know this from from all facets of manufacturing that you've worked yes. in, whether it's at a, a, a record label or shirts or anything else. Mm. The and to our and to our esteemed sponsors who have, you know, God bless them. They all have mail order because sitting on product is killing you every moment that it is there. Now there's a a tipping point where it's not harming you if you don't need that space and you made your money on it. It's, it's going to sit there and it'll move a little bit and it's not harming you. But as soon as you need that space, that's all liability, right? right? So it's all bad. So, but that's the way that it works with, uh, with a lot of things uh, that you have to put up real money for like comic books, anything that has like a release schedule. So, sorry, I'm probably saying, saying something very basic, but uh, I think a lot of people miss it. Worth hearing. So, so a lot of this, uh, uh, a lot of the labels that have put, 
put money and shout out to shout out to Pure Noise, by the way, because Pure Noise has financed two drug church records that we then said, no, we do not want to release these anytime soon. And uh, so shout out to them for sitting on a, a, a balance. You know, I mean, they're sit, they're sitting on uh, like, hey, this is this is money that was out. It's not coming back in because you you're not you refuse to put it out. And so we appreciate them doing that. But it's like not every label can afford that. Not every band can afford that with their relationship with their label. Cause it could potentially strain that it's, uh, I think that there's going to be a real push that you're going to have labels talking to managers who are talking to agents saying, Hey, do we think that business is going to be back full time by September? Okay. Then let's release everything that we got in fucking july right you know what i mean like let's let's give people time to sit on it be excited for the shows it doesn't you don't got to be on the road the first day that you release a record anymore but uh it might all hit around the same time which if i had to guess and i'm no industry insider i just am in bands if i had to guess it's going to be early midsummer ish there's going to be a massive drop of like Anything that hopes to tour in the fall is going to push everything out at that point uh, to try to try to balance between, hey, we've been sitting on this for an awful long time. We need to see some return, at least on streaming and merch. Uh, And then also, hey, does this this isn't too much time ahead of when you tour. So it'll work out. Do you think that'll be telling you what I expect? I mean, I like I said, I, I can tell. Like I, I said this at the end of like a four hour episode, so I don't know if people got it, but I, I, I can tell uh, dropping jewels people that, uh, that <laughs> I'm Bars. dropping jewels over here that that ban- bands are bands are getting what are considered serious offers now for the early fall. Yes. Do you think that's just um, hope? So no. So that's based no. on it's 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 belief that there's going to be enough. There's going to be a. It's a weird. It's a weird thing, and we won't get heavy on this, but we can do this right by being light too. There's enough belief that enough people will have been vaccinated, or this will be contained. We'll say contained right. enough. Just kind of leave it there. By August, that end of September, October, people are going to be okay with going to events. Some of that might just be hopeful, but uh, that is, you know, this is a without sugarcoating. I think this is also an industry for this is a whole network of things. You know, how many venues have we seen closed over this break? How many people who booked bands have gone and gotten jobs fucking uh, in a call center? Um, how many people had to look to different means? Those people are all working and looking at this in a really serious way, and it seems like that will track now that's going to be scalable because it's it's going to be different you know like will will there be a weird comfort level will there not will there be an overwhelming excitement that overrides anybody's lingering fears probably you know and that's kind of the gambit that's being made but also patrick it it's gonna be a year since you played a show in about a month Mm. that's probably the longest you've gone without playing a show in 15 years. Correct. Easily, yeah. Wow. Like yeah. not even close. Right. 
are you anxious to get back to doing this thing that you love? Uh, yeah, actually I am. I, uh, I've been joking about like every musician that has prospered in some small way during this time. Uh, I've joked about pushing this off a little bit longer because being a musician, if you're not, look, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I don't think anybody would accuse me of being so. And it can be really difficult to keep your books balanced if you are always out and also uh, trying to have an adult life. In fact, for many people, it's really impossible. It's been a real challenge for me. And uh, not to be like totally depressing here, but I would say even post 30, you got to consider that you don't want to die eating cat food on a park bench. You know what I mean? So it, it, it is, uh, it's just wise to try to look forward, look towards the future in some respect. It doesn't got to be anything typical. Like, you know, I, I got no desire to have children. Like I, in a lot of ways, I, I still have an atypical life, but when you see somebody die in poverty for the first time, it, it really shakes you. So, mm. so you kind of want to, you want to prepare for the future in some respect, whatever that means for you. And for many musicians who are in my position, which is, yo, I'm in essence, I'm a career musician who does, who will, will never make career money. That's a life of pain. If, if you are not willing to work harder to have multiple income streams and revenue streams and shit like that. So it's, you know, not to get heavy on our listeners, but it, it is, uh, uh, for me, this has been, this year has been great in some respects because, right. uh, I have several, several ways that money is come that money is coming in. Now, to be honest, now that these are set up in some respects, yeah. if I, if I toured and had a really good year, you could be in a really good place. I'd, yeah, I'd be like an adult, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, so that's the thing. An to adult consider doing too. the things that you want to do and have kind of laid groundwork for the past twenty years on. Yeah, well, that's the other thing is it, it really took. Um, like, I'm grateful for this year. No disrespect to anybody that lost family, blah blah blah, etc. I'm personally grateful for this year because it gave me the runway to yes. now have these other incomes that can last me through my time touring, uh, and. I, I think that's great. And a lot of us are in this position. Other people have taken a different track where they're, they've just left music as a serious thing and, and are doing more career stuff in other, in other ways that they don't intend to go back to touring. And that's fine too. But it, it is, uh, for me, am I excited to get back? Yeah. I'm starting to get, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get a little antsy. It, it that's is, a rare uh, thing. It's good. It's good for you to espouse that. That's good. I'm excited to hear that. Uh, yeah, and I mean, uh, we're oh. still, we're still talking nine months right, out. Right. <laughs> yes. But as I say about everything comes faster True. than you think, you know what I mean? So, so, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to re- uh, release new music. I'm excited to record some new music. I got some self-defense stuff to record soon. So it, it's, uh, you know, uh, I'm, uh, pretty, pretty excited about the next year and, we've talked endlessly about if we expect people to be excited or not. I don't think there can be any mistake moving forward with the vaccine. People are excited. People want to be out. And I'm basing that on the fact that LA could not get like what all this stuff going on on Twitter, where people are yelling at each other for going out. 
Yo, there's nobody in LA that gives a shit about that. Like, I, I hate to break it to our listeners that spend all day on Twitter yelling at other people for their COVID like yeah. decorum. I'm not making a judgment on this. I'm just telling you what I'm observing. My building is having multiple parties a week. Like mm. there, there's nobody cares about that because they reached their limit. And again, I'm not telling if you're a person that's lost somebody to COVID or you just take it very seriously for your own health. I'm not taking a side on whether in this argument, I'm not taking a side. I'm just telling you that like people hit their limit. So I think that once you tell them, Hey, not only do you not have to not go out, you don't have to pretend to not go out and then like pretend to feel bad about it or any of that stuff. People are going to fucking go to shows like crazy. I think it's, I really think that we look COVID bad next few years. COVID may have put a a shot in the arm of live music. Tom, I had a question for you. And I have a question for you. I'd say, thank you. I'd say you've taken COVID pretty serious, both for yourself as well as all the other people in your life and just in general. Say you get a vaccine, let's say mid-February. Just throwing a date out there, just whatever. I have no idea what these timelines are. No one knows, whatever. Um, slowly but surely, we'll roll out. But right. say February. my MacBook only uses Windows pr- programs and stuff, right? Because Bill Gates is <laughs> got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the the microchips inserted. Um, you get the chips inserted February. When will you? Would you feel? And and then say by midsummer, we're looking at like, hey, uh, you know, it looks like statistics. 75% of the United States has been vaccinated. What is your date where you feel, let's say by June 30th, so July 1st, 75% of the U.S. has been vaccinated. You cozy going to shows in July, I mean, August? Yeah, September? I mean, to me, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, the biggest um, point for me is, I mean, I'll go to a show fucking March 1st. If they can say, you get this vaccine on February 15th, and they can tell you that, you know, you're not going to be able to transmit it to anyone else. Like, I'm not worried about myself. I'm worried about, like, going, being an idiot, going to see yeah, fucking, you know, cool. going to see drug church and then taking it home. And, like, you know, I go see my family for something and I give it to somebody who's not in the best of shape or whatever, who's older. That's what I'm more worried about. So, like, if they could say, like, <clears throat> if you get this, you cannot, like, asymptomatically transmit it to anyone else. Then fucking yeah. shoot me up and fucking give me a mind force pit. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah, let's let's hit the. You know what I mean? Like I, that, I mean, then it's not like then there's no like <clears throat> there's no time frame as much as like I just wish there was more like they had more information in terms of like the transmissions and stuff like that. That's the my biggest concern. Yeah, yeah. Yo, know, I that shit is so insane. Uh, sorry, I don't want to make this a COVID podcast, but did you see the new the the new studies out on that? that say like credible studies, not my lunatic right. studies, credible studies. Saying like that one YouTube page. No, do your research. Do your no, research. no, 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 no. It's like journal of medicine. It's like, it's yeah. like real shit, but it's like, it, it's like no asymptomatic spread found. Like, yo, if that's true, like if that proves true, it's only two, it's two studies that indicate that right now. But if that's true, what, is this thing what has been going on like how insane <laughs> yeah, is i mean this? i think you know and i totally understand uh, to me i think it's like this is the first time that something like this has come up 
that like you have to have an answer immediately. Like when there was fucking polio or the fuck or the other different flus and all sort of stuff, the entire world wasn't like, yo, yo, B, wrap it up, man. I gotta yeah, go. Pins and needles. I, like, hey, the did you get the answer already? Let's you know go. Let's I mean? go. Or there weren't naysay. Like, so it's kind of like, you know, like who? If you went back and I pro- and read about, you know, the fucking early influenza kind of vaccines and stuff, I guarantee you, you'd find somewhere stuff that it was like totally fucked up on that one. Here's what's the real. You know what I mean? Like, it's but there's oh, so yeah. much oh, pressure. Sure. It's just revision. It's revision after revision. And, for but, sure. and also, anyone takes any sort of change. As like you see, they're lying the whole time, which is psychotic. Right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, so. I don't. Uh, again, sorry for everybody that d- yeah. doesn't want to hear us talk about COVID, but th- th- that's uh, the CDC has been really clear about uh, future yeah. outbreaks that, that, like, based on this experience, that uh, step one is clearly conveying to the public what is known and what is unknown, because this one taught us that everything that everything that you allow doubt on becomes like conspiracy minded right, fodder. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like everything that you are not perfectly honest yeah, about is just blows up, blows up in your face later when people go, you lied to me the first time. Why the fuck would I listen to you? And, you, and then you have to go, well, we weren't really lying. We didn't know. And we kind of guessed, or we, we stretched the truth a little or whatever it is. But people, by that time, they're already sold on their own right, version right. of events, you know? So it, it's like such a uh, yeah, and people but, like you uh, know like I had like a close person to me who was like you know they how come they were talking about this three years ago I was like well I mean there's places around the world that like their entire jobs is to be ahead of this sort of stuff so like yeah. right they know you know what I mean like there's a place in, on fucking Long Island that has like everything like if if something happened there we would all die. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. Because like they have <laughs> right, everything. Yeah. Like every strain of like anything that exists they have because they're trying to test you know vaccines against it so 
Cold Harbor. Uh, it's called cold, cold Tom, Spring Harbor. Like they literally have everything. Tom, stop sh- stop sharing this valuable information with our uh, more. I mean, I, I learned about it in college. Um, it wasn't that cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, uh, not like I you know I, I read like you a, know. Uh, all the hardcore kids were the OG conspiracy theorists, and now it's come back to roost. Everyone read yeah, fucking behold the pale bad, hearts. Everyone thought bad. they were like on some shit. No, no. Jesus Christ! And now no. everyone, you know, yeah, it, now it, everyone's like I blame Dwid. So now, now we all got do your own research, man. So. I, I won't reveal this. We might have a listener in this town, but I was in a large city taking an Uber and a guy says, uh, we start talking about where he's from. He's from like, you know, a hundred miles outside that city. And he says, yeah, it's uh, most people don't know it. Uh, he's like, uh, I'm not supposed to say this. It's uh, it's where Google has the majority of their uh, server farms and, and mm-hmm. uh it, it like the, if you live there, if or if you work there, it's a, understood in the town that that's what people go to work because nobody's keeping a secret from their family. But the workers are are explicitly asked not to reveal the nature of their job at all because it's, it's that sort of thing where should there be an attack on this particular place, then the functionality of the internet just right, drops so by 30%. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, you know, like you got to think about what that means for finance. You got to think about what that means for medicine. Like, sorry, this is very not hardcore, but uh, there's these, there, there's a side effect to everything. And obviously that, that is the effect if you were to do a, to, to do a terrorist attack, but you saw it with that, um, that AT&T bombing uh, uh, on Christmas. Right. Um that shut down nine one one for nine right. hours in Nashville, Yo, like a real big. Step. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, major major metropolis, folks. Problem. By the Heart way, attack. what do you guys? Sorry, we'll get back to hardcore momentarily. Uh, Nashville versus Memphis. Where would you rather live? Mm, good question. Uh, grit and grind, baby. Throw me in Memphis. Yeah, I, I think, think I'd go there. to Memphis too. Nashville seems a little too like. Everything is like just like it. It seems too Disney World. Like you can like walk. Yeah. You're walking down Main Street yeah. and it's just guys like playing fucking you know honky tonk. Yeah, like like country. I will say I have a, uh, a buddy who moved down there and was you know largely in the punk world, basically punk emo world, and got a job doing sound at one of those country places. And he seems very happy. Oh, Nashville seems great too, um, but I feel like Memphis. Yeah, but but no, I agree. I think I'm more of a Memphis dude. Uh, United Record. Exactly. Fuck yeah, man. I'm all in on that. Um, United Record Pressing, which is in Nashville, uh, is a fascinating place. If you get a chance to visit there, I don't don't just show up. But if you ever get a chance to go visit there, it's amazing because they have. Uh, you know, I think I may have talked about this at one point, but I went on a tour there um, and stopped in, and I pressed a lot of records there. So my lady Beth was happy to give me the tour, and they had some of the places where black performers would actually stay at the record pressing plant because the hotels in Nashville wouldn't let them stay there. So they'd come perform at these venues and then they weren't allowed to stay in any of the hotels. Mm. So the record, and they actually had like, okay, here's, and it was set up exactly how it was, all the original stuff. So it was kind of fascinating. You get to see the whole process. Yeah, it was cool. So maybe we'll do a, once, once we can, we'll do an ax to grind uh, weekend in Nashville. But, but if you, if you get me, I'm walking in Memphis all day, every day. I, I don't remember the lyrics after um, that. Walking in some the of feet of how of fear. Ten feet off of Mark something. Um, Mark. <laughs> Pretty good, guys. 
Hey, um, man. You can give that one a whirl in the next drug church recording. Uh, so wait, let's let's, let's talk. So 2021, um, you had a question, please. So please. in terms of like we were talking about like the glut, oppressing plants and stuff like that, something that I've read on the internet, and yeah. you can tell me if this is true or not, or there are other conspiracy theorists. It has the like the current situation created a black market for blank t-shirts, sweatshirts, etc. Or like a secondary market, oh. for, per se. Like, that is, oh, like kind of like I'll um, buy these fifty comfort colors for five bucks, and I'm going to sell them to you for seven fifty. Oh, I mean, look, uh, there's people who've been running those games for a while, but uh, it's highly frowned upon. Um, but I. <laughs> So the, the the easy answer is yes. The weird answer is that the problem with that is it's causing shortages at the distributor level. Um, for example, there's a couple of distributors I prefer that I work with because they have good distribution centers. And if I want to go pick them up, I can go pick it up and I can do sample orders, whatever, whatever. That um, when I was looking for a couple pieces that are not uncommon – that they were out not just in the local distribution facility, but nationally, like they were out. And if you wanted to get pieces, you're going to have to order. And some of those were backed up. Right. I mean, the rich part of it, I found out about it. I've read it mostly Mm -hmm. from those bootleg accounts. They're like, yeah, we're back. Like I can't, I don't have access to the blanks. So like, it's going to take longer than you're expecting. Stop emailing me just because there's like a shortage everywhere. So do you think people yes. just like were like fuck it I'm going to buy while I can and and the, the so there's a there there was a so oh this is the crazy oh my god this is okay yeah. <laughs> this is cool all right um and we could probably get some people who are actually you know uh front lines I'm just kind of a parachute on this one um but there is a shortage because it has been harder to get the goods from other countries and it has been harder. There was a there was a shutdown at some of these places where the garments were actually being manufactured. Think about how many shirts are made every day across the country, across the world, right. whatever. The U.S. is a huge consumer of of apparel, huge, like unbelievably so, especially of the t-shirt variety. Imagine what happens if Gildan and their production facilities in Mexico, Guatemala, etc shut down for two weeks mm. there's no catching up or a month there no it's all backed up it's jacked up and then what happens is the same thing as the empty grocery store people go and buy all the toilet paper do you need 18 rolls of toilet paper for the next month and a half no but what if it's five months maybe i will ne- then so what happens is some of these places end up buying more blanks than they thought they might need. And then others have a surplus because all of a sudden their business is gone. You know what I mean? So it's this weird balance. Uh, One of the last shops that I worked at with, when it came to black t-shirts, we always kept on hand um, like five pallets of black t-shirts at all times. I mean, that's like standard. 
It will for that size shop. It was. It, some shops are way more. Like some shops are going through five to ten pallets of, of black t-shirts every right, week. Right. Um, some are going through three pallets a day, and some are going through a pallet every month. Um, and some many order on a as needed basis, and maybe they keep a couple boxes around just in case. Yeah, right. You right. know what I mean. Um, but especially when it comes to some of the more uh, specialty stuff, Comfort Colors is a great example. There was shortages, and then at the distributor levels, like for the order I was trying to place, I was having to basically split it up across two distributors and get some shipped. Wow. You know, like it was like physically impossible to get all the sizes in the color I wanted from one. So I had to go to two, and then one of them the only way to get this size was having it shipped. It was kind of bonkers. That's nuts. But uh, yeah, that is, that is real. Um, it's a lot like all this stuff. Like, I mean, yo, uh, you guys may or may not know this, but you walk into a target and you still can't totally get like Clorox wipes. You know what right. I mean? Like it still looks like <laughs> breadline Russia. But I mean, you know, is that like, it's people still hoarding weird. them or just like the, 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 <laughs> The, the supply chain being fucked. Both. <clears throat> There's people who bought early and have, right. You know, or they're hoarding them for like shelf- hospitals and medical and, situations. Well, and then a lot of them got rerouted That's- to that. This is this. There's not an ounce of controversy in what I'm going to say. This is every study, not, not just like, Hey, there's two new studies that say this, this is every study. There is no surface transmission of COVID-19. You do not need those Lysol wipes, et cetera, are doing nothing for you that they wouldn't normally do. And all they're really doing is putting you in danger of creating a super bug, like super gonorrhea moving forward. Everybody get off the fucking Lysol wipes now. Go look it up if you have any doubt about what I'm saying. Everybody at the top of their field says there is no surface transmission whatsoever. We would have been very fucked if there was oh, surface transmission. Yes, there, yes, yes. None. We would have been if it, if there was serious surface transmission. It would have been completely right. insane. But people hear but that. Regardless, once. that that's yeah. more just that's more just, exactly that's just more. I'm speaking only to supply and demand and what's. I know. I'm j- I, I just jumped in on Lysol wipes because yeah, you guys you had triggered right Jesus, dude. I was. Yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> so yes. Now I will say, Tom. Also, kind of to put the bright smiley, and we've been saying this. You know, there's a lot of good bootleg shirts. Very out good. There. Right now, and some are pretty terrible. Yeah, I want to. Some are terrible. Some are good. And there was some conversation recently about that. How do you guys feel about bootleg culture? Like, uh, let me pose it to you both this way: Patrick first, then Tom. Patrick, there's um, somebody bootlegged a self-defense shirt and no approval, and just were selling it. Would you be bummed? Would you be whatever nonplussed? Tom, same question for you. Someone bootlegs an indecision shirt. Would you be bummed? It's it's both, by the way, look good. I mean, honestly, I, someone I knew did. Um, <laughs> Who, trust kill record? <laughs> oh, no. um, a friend of ours, this dude. Um, I mean, I don't give a shit. I'll put his name out there. I don't give a fuck. Um, this dude, Billy from Daytona. He did like oh, yeah. the straight Billy ahead sweatpants and all that shit. One day, like I was like, yeah, I should yeah. see what he has, and he had an indecision. I was like, oh shit! I didn't say anything. I don't give a fuck if it's out there. Like, you know, like if it's your bread and butter, and that's how you make money, then I can understand being upset. I mean, it was a design of ours. Like, I'm down with like the bootleg culture. That kind of like, um, like what, um. 
clumsy he does. Are you? I don't want to. I don't want to say yeah, the yeah, dude's yeah. name just in case it's because it's illegal. No. <laughs> um, he like takes an idea from the band and makes it. It's, it's like I'm not as stoked on like. You know, hey, remember that 1989 Metallica tour shirt? Well, now you can have it on six different colorways of comfort colors. I think that's kind of corny. Yeah. yeah. But I don't mind, like, the kind of artistic endeavors that people are doing. Like, um, like Indecision. There's a creativity to it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Indecision's doing, like, a run with, with a company mm, that, like, approached nice. us and was like, you know, we'll do it for charity. I was like, done. 100%. And... You know, they're like, just send us some stuff and we'll take, you know, like, we'll come up with some ideas. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like, I just don't want, I could send you fucking five shirts from 1998. But like, then, eh, I don't know. But if you're going to come back and be like, here's five new options of like stuff that we wouldn't have come up with ourselves. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And like, if you, if you like the work they've done before, different ideas, it's cool. Yeah. Patrick, what about you? Give any fuck if someone bootlegged the self-defense family shirt, no permission, just did it. Uh, it's my strong preference that if you're going to steal from me, then you, then, then you give the money to a, a good cause. Uh, but as I can't prove that you did one way or the other, uh, I guess go with God. Uh, it, it is, uh, <clears throat> it's nothing that I feel very strongly about to be totally frank, but if, it's something that I might put back into print. Like we get asked for those uh, Garfield and Snoopy shirts all the time. Yeah. Uh, if we put those, if I put Snoopy back into print or if I have plans to put Snoopy back into print and somebody gets it in their mind, Hey, I can probably move a hundred of these relatively quick. Uh, I'm just going to do it. Fuck the band. I might be a little peeved, but then again, I might just make a, a shirt making fun of their shirt. Meta context <laughs> sell a hundred of those you, you know what i'm saying I think we're all in the kind of there's a preference to nah yeah especially if you make yourself accessible and out there but but i also like i i tom i'm totally co-sign i like i like seeing some of the creativity um i don't mind some of the reprint shirts if they're done well if you're going to do a reprint shirt you better right, do no, it that's well fair. Ooh, but but and, i've also seen a ton of badly the, yeah like that them, the, so. the 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 photo that's supposed to be i'm like this looks like it's like fucking yeah. uh, not Basquiat. Who's the uh, like Jackson Pollock? Put this like. There's a few that I've gotten in the mail. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, some are fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All right, throwing throwing this one on the bottom of the pile. Yeah, like I'm All wearing right. this under something. Okay. Yeah. There's also there's a fine line also on uh, intellectual property theft when it comes to to art and I'm talking about visual art. Like for example the kind of shirt that I would be most interested in wearing is a shirt that is a quick run of 50 of a shirt uh, of a flyer that of a show I would go to. Yeah. But if the flyer's cool, somebody drew that, you know, and do I feel the need to track that person down and give them money? No, I personally don't, but uh, maybe somebody would suggest that I do. Although I'm looking at flyers from from uh, the 90s right now, what a terrible era era era, era for flyers. Truly terrible. I'm I'm looking Some at peaks and a lot of valleys though. A oh lot of valleys. God. Well, so here's I, let's talk about that for a second since we're in flyer. A whole swath. So there's the Syracuse style flyer, right? right? McCaig, very clear. One photo. Right. Yeah. Just I, the facts. 
I like that that exists. It is not visually stimulating other than to see the consistency. You know where that show is. Correct. And the fact that they did it and it was so strident and, you know, like some of the band's records feature that feature that kind of text. It it was cool because of that. Otherwise, visually, it is as dry as a bone. You know, it's nothing. Um, But yeah, like and, and I think that you get a weird mix of photocopiers are readily available and people are cutting stuff up and can do shit, but not everyone's a Picasso. And sometimes that works because you're not a Picasso and sometimes it doesn't. And then you get the wave of it's 1994 and I have a computer. Let me do this. And then that led to some bad ones. And then there were some, I mean, in the early two thousands, like, but some were great. Like some exactly, of the like yeah. AN like Linus would come up like it was like its own artwork for that one show. And they were fucking amazing. I mean, like, yo, incredible. Right. I mean, the the fact like, yo, there's that one, there's a Linus flyer that Shelter ended up stealing and using as a record cover. Oh shit, really? <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a flyer. I think it was one that we you sent. I think a damnation flyer or something, but it's like uh it's a Linus illustration it's a kid and it's a bunch of people maybe one of the kids holding like a chain or something i don't know but it's it's a really cool image and shelter just took it and used it as a record cover so (laughs) i think i think that got settled out so no 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 shade anywhere here but uh that that stuff's always funny to me um yeah yo i don't know when the last I, i think post 19 say post 1991 I think you just get a real mixed bag of flyers. The 2000s, there were some really good waves and there was people who were doing really cool stuff and then some that were tough. And then in the modern era, there's a lot of shows that are just digital only and that's okay, except then you also lose some of that that tangible feel. And, and then when they're digital only, they start to go kind of really far askew. And sometimes that works really well. And sometimes it's like, oh, this doesn't, I don't even know what to do with this, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, I mean, I, I wonder if like, because the 80s, I mean, I wonder because like each, you know, California had Pettibon. Like, yep. so of course all the fucking, you know what I mean? All those, all those black flag flyers are, I mean, yeah, they're, um, they're as, as, as iconic as any t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, no question. I mean, yo, uh, someone could make, huh, never mind. I won't yeah. say that out loud. We'll, we'll yeah. go from uh, there. But I mean, even like New York, I don't know who was like the go-to flyer person, but even like like the Rock Hotel flyer. They used that one template, awesome. but like they nope. use it for Motorhead. They use it for fucking Warzone. They use it for Bad Brains. They use it for like. Yep. There's something to be like the I, I kind of like the uniformity of it. That consistency. Yep. Yep. There's uh in the early eighties, there's the guy Kevin Crowley, who was the singer of the yes. abused. He did a series of flyers, and if you're ever interested, you can look you can see a lot of them. He actually numbered them, which is fucking cool. He created um, the and New in York the late eighties. That that's exactly right. And in the late eighties, you had all these dudes doing different stuff, whether it's like that altercation flyer. The side by side flyer with the skins moshing, they started using like cool live shots yeah, on flyers yeah. that I think worked really well. There were some really well done hand drawn flyers and some really poorly done ones. They were still charming. You started, 
Yeah, you started seeing graffiti influx on a lot of flyers, both in New York and going down to like DC. Um, you know, there there was there's when flyers had a style, it was cool. I, I it's a weird thing to say as someone who's made a bunch of flyers. It's almost like you should have a signature to what you're doing if you're doing a flyer, uh, so we can learn from that Syracuse thing. If you do, if he did one of those flyers, it would be completely insignificant, other than for right. the one show. And it's like, okay, whatever. The fact that it was just an aesthetic, and they still use that, it's it's. Yeah, awesome. I mean, even it's, it's association yeah, like, the Knocked Loose record release show in Louisville did their flyer as a tribute to the Syracuse shows. You right. know, picture on top. You know, and all this sort of stuff, and um, yeah. you know, the, the same font, the same like instead of being like the fucking Lost Horizon, it was it was headline. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah, like a note yeah, for yeah. note, like perfect version of it. And like I can't tell you how many people, you know, thirty two and above, were like, "Oh shit, that's just like a Syracuse flyer." They thought it was an old show. <laughs> well, I mean, and and that's cool. So, shout out to aesthetics. Yeah. How do we get to flyers? Where do we come to flyers? Oh, about shirts that oh, wear that had flyers on them. Oh, that's right. Okay. We well, yo, is, like how some flyers are garbage, but then some are like their own artwork. Shout out to Linus. What an unbelievable! Artist. Um, I have tattooed on me. Oh, the an an thing, tattooed, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean, what? Shows we're thinking early fall. I hope so. Yes, that's the hope. I think we should all be hopeful for that. Records. Uh, I think there will be a backup at the pressing plants, but uh, you know, a lot of these people kind of figure this out. Um, and and also like, like yo, a quick pump the brakes. The world of punk and hardcore is the one that is most, and subculture underground music is the one that's most tying. Mm-hmm pressing records to active touring it's not like the phoebe bridgers record is not getting pressed if she's not going on tour you know what i mean like it's just like oh yeah we'll we'll press more of those those are selling the pressing plants are big enough that they can handle a a pretty sizable influx of business so i'm not too worried about that and by the way tons of smaller record pressing plants popping up all over the u.s very interesting and cool now here's my question i'm pretty curious this is ignorance on my part isn't there a dearth of pressing plants just because, like, the machinery doesn't exist, or is it just because it's so expensive that nobody wants to get into it? Uh, when vinyl started to come back, they started producing new record presses. About a but, decade. but it had stopped, correct? That was true for a long one hundred percent. The only way to get, uh, you know, vinyl to get record pressing equipment was to buy it secondhand, probably. I mean, they probably stopped manufacturing it sometime in the 80s, if not like once before. the CD hit. Once the CD hit and really took hold. And I mean, even before that, you know, cassettes True. were right, right, right. were phasing in. They were looking for other alternatives because they realized, hey, we might be able to make a medium that's cheaper and easier and more portable, to sure, be quite sure. honest. So, um, so, yeah, there will be a glut of records. Think about that if you're uh, an aspiring band and trying to get your shit out there. What are you excited for? What what are there any specific records that you were excited to hear in 2021? One step closer record. I'm, I'm really stoked for that. For. I'm stoked to hear the anxious stuff. Um, I'm stoked to hear the Akulu. Record. Yes, yes. I mean, apparently that's uh, 
close to being done or done? Not totally sure. Very, very yeah. like it's it's now. definitely yeah. in in the it's it's once stuff happens, it'll be ready to go. From what I know, I don't know much. That's sick. Um, uh, I think I'm I'm thinking about it right now because I'm wearing the Streets of Hate hoodie. Pretty sure they have a couple vinyl records coming out. Their first yes. vinyl releases. Yes. I think they're doing a Pain of Truth split. Is that right? I believe so. Yeah, I was talking to Pain of Truth, Age of Apocalypse, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Excited. Yes, that's right. Because Jack had mentioned. Yep. And uh, Patrick, you've got some. Rec- oh, so this is what I want to ask. Uh, new new military gun. I'm excited for that. I think people are going to look at how they release records a little differently, given everything. Um, and I think that's interesting. I think it's going to be kind of exciting. Like records, by the way, this year was a boon year for record labels. Like if you were putting records out, they were selling pretty well for the most part, which was surprising to everyone. Um, but because people were at home, not paying to go to shows, perhaps not, not able to go to shows. Some, yep. Buying records became something they did. Do we foresee that extending into 2021? Yes. Yeah, I do. I think this has taught people to really appreciate stuff. I don't know how long that'll last. Right. But I <laughs> right. think for the it's first like, run out eventually, for sure. I mean, like, as soon as like the drug church tour gets announced, it's gonna be like sold out everywhere just because people are gonna be fucking Fact. psyched. I That'd would think. Cool. Um one record that I'm very excited if twenty twenty one if mm, it, please fiddlehead. Yeah. Talk about a record that's being sad. It's there. <laughs> oh yeah, how long has that been done for? Uh, a yes. long time. So consider this a little subtle push. Get that record out. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I the, I think I mentioned it last episode. The band World Peace has an LP coming out on Twelve Gauge in March. I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, a grip of the bands who we talked about on our year-end lists have new music Love coming it. out. I'm pretty sure Regional Justice Center has a new record coming out. Um, and there's going to be, it's going to be a lot, and this is just the stuff we know about. Uh, new Pillars of Ivory material coming out. Yep. So, you know, it is, uh, it is going to be kind of a crazy time once we actually start to see stuff rolling, you know? So can I plug something? I don't know. I'm not a plug. plug. I mean, it's, um, so, uh, you know how SOS does the, like the Sunday, like live set stuff and interviews and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so the Sunday of when this gets released, um, Somerset thrower is doing a live set. Oh, so, so it's nice. Somerset and angel dust, which is kind of awesome. That's what, so yeah, uh, Justice had said that he was doing a, a set the same day, um, but I went and watched them. Um, spoiler alert: those things aren't live when the when the bands aren't local. <laughs> um, right, right, so right. this week I went out. Um, Audley from Incendia and I went out and hung out with those dudes and watched them. Like they did the full new record. Um, they're only using oh, six dude. songs for the live set, and then they recorded other stuff just to have. Um, but it was awesome. I got to, uh, I got to do the song with them. It was super cool to do. Um, but that's on the eleventh, really I think. Which no, maybe not tenth. Whatever that Sunday is in um, in January. 
it is the tenth. So it's on it's on Twitch. So it's coming right up. So keep it up. Yeah. So I appreciate that they've done that. Yes, it's awesome. It's I think cool. it's super cool. Um, it's it's one of the only times it's introduced me to Twitch. Not to sound like I'm 98 years old. Yo, uh, Patrick and I were talking about this before. How much of our audience has Twitch? Do you think? Uh, give us a percentage. Um, I'm saying like 25 percent. Patrick. Nah, I'd go 20, but that might uh, lower than you'd think both higher. It, well, it's higher than I would think because I would think it's like that. Cause think about it. If you're on Twitch, you're, you're probably young. So that splits our audience in half as our audience is like half, half young, half old. And then, so you split that number in half and then you split the number of young people in half even more by saying, okay, are you on this specific platform that is used primarily for video game streaming what if their interest isn't video games etc cetera, etc cetera. so like it, it i i would say that the number of i would say if it's 20 percent, i would say that's actually really much higher than than most audiences yeah i think i think probably in that 20 to 30 percent. i think you guys are right on I, I actually agree so shout out um yo we're 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 loose and breezy i hope everybody is enjoying it before we go, I wanted to do a quick game. Uh, Tom, I know you're familiar with this. Patrick, do you know the number that you typically play to when you play pickup basketball one-on-one? Uh, 21, 11? I don't know. What's oh, that's good. No, 11. Yeah, 21 or 11. Yeah, that, that's good. We're going to do first to 11. Uh, are you guys up for a little game? Oh, no. Ooh, maybe. Spotify monthly listener game. Oh, right, okay. That's going to be fun. <laughs> me. Yeah, this is an easy one. All right, guys. Twenty-five to life. Are we doing a? Uh, How many monthly uh, listeners? Can, uh, can oh. was that? I was gonna uh, say if you were gonna I do like do above or below. Oh no, that's it's too close. Just just do the guess. Uh, you have to to count. You have to be within. No, whoever's closest. It's just gonna be whoever's closest. Above or, or don't do higher, don't, higher or lower. Above or whoever's closer, yeah. Because some some of these will be, you know, this is a very tough game for the uninitiated first time listener. Spotify lists the monthly listeners for bands. We and have every, no idea. It's it is shocking to everyone when you hear these numbers sometimes because sometimes it's super low and sometimes it's like, oh my god, how that many people listen every month? So, yeah, and everybody, we know Spotify is evil. Blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Us talking about the Spotify numbers isn't to indicate the value of a band, nor is no, it to advocate for Spotify, which is a soulless tech platform just like all the others. They're all trying to fuck you, get your head on your shoulders, but it's a game. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Right, so Pat, you yeah, go first. We, we we're not that concerned. Yeah, Pat Pat picks first. Uh, the band is twenty five to life. Thirty six thousand. Okay, thirty six thousand. Did you say? Yes. Fuck. No. Um, I'm going to say this is higher than I would think it would be, but I feel like there's enough people out there that are still living living that life. <laughs> I'm going to say 10,000. Tom, you are so much closer. It is 13,535. <laughs> that is a criminal number. Everybody get out there. Stop. Get out there. Get out of here. All right. Uh, we may have done this one at some point. By the way, Tom is up yeah. one zero. Uh, 
Winner ball out. So Tom, you go go first here. Mad ball. See there, I would think. I mean, I I look at these because I always find it kind of interesting. Um, Super. And like even just to see like who you know, there's bands that you're like, what the fuck? Um, for them, they're they're big across the world. Usually, these bands fall in like the the high five figures. So I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say ninety thousand. Okay, Patrick. I agree with Tom. These bands usually do fall in the high five figures. I'll take the under though with seventy five. Oh wow! Okay, Patrick ekes it. Oh no! Fuck! Holy shit! Okay, it. I had already moved off of it. It's eighty three thousand four hundred and thirty, which I believe means I'm closer. That Tom Fuck. gets it. Yeah, Tom Fuck. gets it. Very good. Scam. Good job. Scam. Scam. Get the hell but out I feel of like here. there's um, like this like box that all of those bands, not those yeah. bands, like you're hundred percent right. Like, Sick of it all. Madball. Agnostic yeah. Front. They all fit in that kind right of, there. and then there's like the knocked loose that do like 150, 200,000 or whatever. But mm-hmm. okay, Civ, Tom, winner ball out. Oh man, ah uh, fuck, I'm gonna say ten thousand. Okay, Patrick, ten. <laughs> I'm so ten. Games are so fun. Uh, all right, I'll take the over on that and say 50. Uh, Tom is closer. It's 21,257. So you just went Yo, too high. This is ludicrous. I don't even agree with this. What, math? I don't agree with this. <laughs> all right, so let's let's stay in the circle. Tom is up three man, to nothing. Easy. Yeah, he's, he's raining from Pat, deep build gorilla built different, man. Yeah, that's true. Build different. Um, Gorilla biscuits. Tom, winner ball out. Gorilla biscuits. I think they fall in that same fucking same category. Our man ball had what? Eighty three. Eighty three thousand. GB or man ball? It's fucking tough. It is really tough. Who's um? And I also think, like, I, I check the indecision one all the time, and I think it ebbs and flows. Sure. So yeah. I think uh, Grill Biscuits right now, I'm going to say it's ebbing, and I'm going to say it's 75,000. Okay, Patrick? 65,000. You guys are splitting the difference. I'm going to call it a tie because it's 70,000 and change. Uh, so that one doesn't count. Um, but 70,000 and some hundreds so technically tom wins but it's too close you guys split it uh patrick you get to go first tom is still up three nothing oh i don't get can he get one and i get one and we'll be four one no 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 because you're already you're already up three oh this is this is extending the game minor threat Uh, my go okay fine go uh tom uh, no, it's it's got to be bigger than that. I'm saying 150? 235,580. Holy Good fuck. Day, man. All right, so uh, 4-0 Tom. Tom, ball Good out. Fucking Black flag. Yeah. Black, Black flag. flag. 
And what was minor threat? You know what minor threat is. 235, was it? All right. 230. Black Flag is definitely bigger because I feel like people yep. listen to Black Flag that don't like hardcore. Sure. Yep. Uh, Get so it. 235. 310. Okay, 310. Patrick, you know minor threats, 235. 250. Tom, you're up five nothing. Black flag. Off. Four hundred eleven. I did not expect almost a half a million people listening to Black Flag every month. Listen, uh, Tom and I are built different. He is a corporate shill working for the Spotify I, company. I live in Sweden. Now, I'm actually. just a, yeah. I'm just a punker. You're just a punker. Uh, all right. Um, well, <laughs> let's give the punker a chance here, Tom. You're up five sure. nothing. Just give him the pity out. Uh, all right, punker. Circle jerks. What are their monthly listens? Black flags four hundred eleven thousand. Minor threats two hundred thirty five thousand. Circle jerks are. Circle jerks are a poser band for losers. Uh, if they if they have more fucking listens than minor threat, I'm ending the game with a gunshot. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say two hundred thousand. Tom. And minor threat was two thirty five. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely not two hundred. Uh. One one thirty-five. Uh, that means Tom is up six nothing. It's one fifty-seven ninety-one. Yeah, you know what? I'm happy with that outcome. All right, all right, all right. Let's see here. I'm gonna stick. Let's stay punk, guys. Germs. Germs. Another poser band. Tom this is goes just making first. me mad. Tom goes first. Just getting madder. <laughs> I feel like Germs are another one of those bands that are like. Outside of hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a half a good song. Consider that. Yeah, that's fact. all that matters. You got to listen to fucking one song. Yeah, that's true. Let's hear it. Uh, on. 150. Okay. Patrick. 92. 92. You you pull it out. You're not ah! shut up. Uh, oh, I'm, coming, I'm coming back charging. Corporate one, time. One, 111. <laughs> uh, all right. It's six to one, Tom, yes. right now. Means oh, nothing. Six to one. Patrick got that layup. Um, winner? Question mark. No, I was dun- I was dunking against opposition. Okay, I was right. I was dunking with the big you man in front of me. I went right over his head. Dunking against all opposition. Um, let's do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Earth crisis, Patrick. This is in your wheelhouse. Let's go. Hundred thousand. Boom. Tom. They're ebbing. I'm saying. 67,969. That hurts my heart a little bit. It hurts my heart big time. What is this garbage? All right. uh, So Tom's up seven to one. Um, In celebration of that one, Tom, you get to start. We're going to go to the five, one, eight and talk about one king down. Um. I feel like I've seen this relatively recently just because like I always look at like the if you look up like whatever your band and then it's like people that sure. like your band also they everybody it's yeah the it's literally like sure, Bloodlet, sure, sure. Snapcase, One King Down, 108. It's like all the bands that you would think would I'm going to say like 15,000. Patrick. I'm going to go on the under on that and go 9. Wow. It is 7 to 2, 9,289. Wow. Oh. 
Patrick hits a little floater in the lane. Um, <laughs> the Allen Houston that like bounced around and hit every. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do this. Um, is that a different one? King down picture. All right. Let's do ringworm. Whose go? Is it my go? It's your go. Winner ball out. If you get the one, you get, we gave you a couple pity ones, so I understand the confusion. 23,000. Tom. Ringworm. Um, fuck, I don't even, I have no idea. I'm going to say 20. No, it's tough. Uh, Patrick almost nailed it exactly. It's 22,162. that's shocking to so. me. <laughs> I mean, doubling up one. You know what? Long career. Long career. So many records. So many records. Records pretty recently. So they get that new record bump. Sure. Right? So, so and multiple records released during the streaming era. Hell, yes. yes. A and lot. Also, uh, we don't, like, we consider, like, I guess, like, what? the Like, the promise era. Like, th- th- there's, like, there's, like, a classic era for hardcore kids. But, you know, they've mm-hmm. had, like. You know, a touring metal career for a number of years. Not big rooms, but big supports, that sort of thing. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll stay in Cleveland. It's seven to three. Integrity, Patrick. Integrity. I'm going to go 62,000. Tom. I'm going to say 35,000. Tom, you are up eight to three. It is twenty one thousand four hundred. Is that less than ringworm? I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. Say that again. Twenty one thousand four hundred. Are, are there multiple integrity accounts, or is there only no, one record no. on there? It's it is their entire catalog. That doesn't seem right. It's, it's extensive. They have it extensive. It seems shocking. Maybe the integrity fans are just not, you know, corporate shills for. Uh, but there's more ringworm listeners than. Integrity. Wow. No, it's mind blowing. Right. Mind blowing because that that recent Integ relapse record did pretty yeah. well. Like it's well received. I'll take you know? the dub. Uh, all right, guys, let's uh, let's go over to eight three. Yeah. Two word death threat, Connecticut. Two. Oh, this one's tough. Yes, Brotherhood. Whose turn? Or who Tom, goes first? Tom's winner ball out. Um, I'd say like seven thousand. Okay. I'll take the over. I'll take the over. Uh, I'll take. I'll say ten to be safe. I think it's probably twelve, but I'll say ten to be safe. Five thousand six hundred thirty-one. What? Tom is up nine to three. Well, that's a crime too. There's a lot of crimes going on here. A lot of crimes. You know where crime? What crime makes me think Scarhead? of? Tell me. Scarhead. Wow, kings of crime. Okay. Uh, Tom, what's your guess? Um, I, and I think they're another band that's kind of there. At, at some point, they were probably in the in the in the five figures. I'm going to say like sixty five hundred. Patrick, oh, I mean, uh, my optimism. See, Tom's winning by being a fucking cold ass cynic. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go ten. Uh, it's sixty six hundred. Uh, Tom nailed it almost exactly. So that is that ten nine nine to three? three nine. Okay, nine three. All right, let me. I'm gonna change the flow here. Let's see. Let's see. winners ball out. Or are we going back to Pat? No, we're gonna let's. We'll you get the ball now, but we'll give it to Pat for like the last game, the last sure. point 
for you, we'll right. give it to him. We'll let him. Uh, let's do, okay, for something totally different. <laughs> Totalitar. What are the Spotify listeners to Totalitar? I mean, I feel like this is a strictly vinyl band. Mm. Um, a lot of vinyl listeners, a lot of, but, punk. you know, there is yeah, a little but, bit of Scandinavia here, you know, so Spotify, Scandinavia. True, you know. even Punk's own iPhones. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm going to say 3,000. Okay. Patrick? I'll take the under, 2,500. By the narrowest of margins, Tom is up 10 to 3. It's 2,864. Wow. Scam. Really tight. Scam. And so it's 10 to right. 3. Lose the ball out. Next Patrick. point wins for Tom. Inepsy. Montreal Motorhead Rockers. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go uh, 1,600. 1,600? Yep. Okay. Tom? I feel like. Big, big, big on patches, but are they big on streams? I'm going to go like high four figures. Like I'll say 9,000. Well, Tom, congratulations. You win. It was 6,650. All right. Not that close, but all right. Thank you. Wow. A couple, couple banger tracks on there. Uh, Big hits in city weapons and the winner off the first record. Who's next? 102,000. I feel Uh, like, yeah, like that not dead yet scene is pretty big. Damn. If oh yeah. Well and and you know, and it's just kind of there's multi generations yeah. there. That record there's a couple there's a borderline classics at this point. Um guys, good job. Uh that is one of the hardest games. I, I will say this. There's many games we play where I'm like, oh I would do good. Spotify game, I would do fucking shit ass terrible. So, you know what? Uh don't don't feel I don't ride you about your losses. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gloat. You know it's a fun game that Tim and David did that like I would doubt like they go to like setlist FM and okay. they go like, what are the 10, what are the 10 most played songs by this band? Oh, that's Dude. a good idea. I was listening. So up. we should steal that Let's We can steal it if we give them full credit. I yeah. Think. And I told them, I was like, that's a really cool idea. I don't know how much punk and hardcore would be on there, but like they would be like, you know, fucking whoever, you know, like uh, Bruce Springsteen name the top 10 most yeah. played so I mean, and this is all like set because it's all user generated, so it's not everything. Yep. But you'd yeah. be shocked. Oh, but for some of those artists, it's shocking. Patrick, are you licking your wounds? You don't like losing. I don't like. I, well, I don't like losing. I don't like uh, being set up to lose by the scammery that just took place. Uh, but you know, of course, I am a gracious loser in most respects. I don't know if you're gracious. I'm happy that uh, I'm happy that Tom put one on the boards today. Good for him. That sounds like a self defense record coming. Gracious loser. Yeah, really. But the gracious is in like apostrophe in in like brackets. It's in the up down like capital lowercase letter thing. Gracious, right? With like the the SpongeBob point thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, All right, yo, this was a fun one. Everybody enjoy this year. It's going to be better than the last. Hope so.